0: Hi, and welcome to the Restore Body Balance podcast, where we combine psychology, biology, and neurology to enact life changes that stick. I'm Colleen Burns, licensed psychotherapist and founder of Restore Body Balance. Today's podcast is going to be Exhale 2020 and Inhale 2021. Tis the season for change, listeners. And although I'm not one for New Year's resolutions, something feels different this year. And so speaking of change, the reason I wrote my book, Prescription for Change, and its subtitle, Using Your Lifestyle as Medicine, is that change of any kind is hard. We all want to feel better about ourselves and lives, but We avoid the things that we know we should be doing. So why do we do that? There are reasons change is so hard. There is much more going on than just sheer willpower, which is why I wrote my book. And there's also a method to the madness. I explain exactly what you need to do to create change. I expose exactly what has to happen such that change can be true for you. And it boils down to a few fundamental ways that we get stuck. First, we might not have the knowledge. Second, we self-sabotage. And third, there is an internal resistance, which we'll talk about today in the form of procrastination, fear, stuck in our old identity, and low self-esteem. But I teach you in my book exactly how to shift that mindset. And that's literally it. Each chapter in the book is a different shift. And it's methodical and builds on itself each day. So the subconscious mind doesn't really care if you're happy or sad. Neurons are literally created simply to do things. So like I say, it only wants you to survive and stay safe. So let's jump right into why my practice, Restore Body Balance, combines psychology, biology, and neurology. Take your primal brain. It sits in the midbrain area. It says, I don't feel good, make it better. So I'm cold, my body shivers, and you put a sweater on. Or take being hungry. Your body needs calories or sustenance, so your stomach growls. You eat, you feel better. So neuroscientists have reached the conclusion that the primal brain not only wants your body to survive, but your identity to survive. That's key. It needs both the physical you and the very idea of you to survive. Therefore, change is dangerous to the primal brain and the cerebral brain. So we seek pleasure to avoid pain, and we move toward familiarity, which is your identity. So again, think about it. We then need to actually change your identity or idea of you first. No one's talking about that when it comes to change or New Year's resolutions. So as I said, let's then move to the cerebral brain. It sits above your primal brain, and it too says, I don't feel good, make it better. So as I literally say in my book, Prescription for Change, I don't feel good, make it better could be in the form of chocolate cake, a cigarette, a drink, Instagram, or basically anything we've taught it to feel better. So I created a program in a sense, and I'm your coach or guide on the side because we all need support. The other key to change is that we are not amenable to change in fight or flight. This is my prescription. I literally had an epiphany when this happened. When I was at the Mass General Hospital, with the Department of Psychiatry at Harvard University, a light bulb went off in my head. After 20 years of being a licensed psychotherapist and a licensed addiction counselor, I thought, that's the key, we're doing it wrong. See, most of us self-sabotage, and it's not our fault. Remember, the brain doesn't like change, it's dangerous. So we need to slowly change your identity to repattern your brain. And remember, as Peg Bame at the Benson Henry Institute says, your brain has to do what the mind tells it. She was my teacher and mentor for the stress management and resiliency program that I'm now certified to teach. So what are you telling your brain? Just stop for one minute, listeners, and ask yourself, what do you really want? So again, this time of year, we're all setting New Year's resolutions. Lose weight, exercise more, change jobs, end a relationship, get into a new one, maybe go back to school, change careers. This is possible, but not when you have self limiting beliefs. We need choice. So again, like I say in my book, give the brain a choice and you give it a chance. And once we do, we simply stop relating to our old ways of thinking. When I do this with my clients, it's amazing what they can come up with and how change is possible. Once we replace their internal limitations, we change their beliefs. It's a shift. And if the unconscious doesn't buy it, guess what? It won't work. That's why we don't stick with our New Year's resolutions. But if we come up with a new identity, and actually from real memories, Your brain will believe it because it's already happened. And it's not about willpower. That will only get you so far. We then saturate your brain with this new identity and choice, AM and PM, every day. I call it bookending your day. Do it before bed and your unconscious patterns let them basically Go into that very deep sleep so that you will eventually internalize them. We do it again upon waking, and that sets the intention for your day. So as I say, there is a method to the madness. But let's get back to change and New Year's resolutions. The key is we can all change our behaviors But we really need, again, to change our identity. You can free yourself from distressed, habituated patterns to live a better life. Remember, your body and mind have adapted to getting signals of stress. And we are not amenable to change in fight or flight. Remember, the primal and cerebral brain wants us to stay alive, so we have to stay safe. So think about it. The brain will do whatever it needs to to stay safe, and if change is not safe because it's not familiar, we will stay stuck. When we adopt exercises, however, to get out of that fight-or-flight response, And into the relaxation response, which Dr. Herbert Benson of the Benson Henry uh, Institute discovered, we get into rest and relax, rest and restore, rest and digest, rest and reproduce, aka the parasympathetic nervous system. And there we communicate to every cell in our body. And we can, in fact, say you're safe. So take wanting to get in shape for a New Year's resolution. The nervous system also significantly influences the fuel your body needs. And so those of us looking to trim down... As we know, I broke my foot over the summer, so still working on my my new regimen. Um, here's a little suggestion, a little gold nugget, as it were. At any given moment, your body can choose between glucose or fat for fuel, even both. When living in the red zone, aka fight or flight, Your body's perception is that you are in danger and it needs the fuel that will get you safe fast. So your body makes the fastest burning fuel available, glucose. So we never really get into fat burning mode. Here's another interesting side note. A study was conducted with those learning Tai Chi and those training for a marathon. Guess what? The folks learning Tai Chi actually lost weight as compared to marathoners. Now that's not to say one is better than the other. It's just that you're running and your body's in fight or flight. That's not a bad thing, right? I'm a runner, jogger, whatever you want to call it. I'm out there doing something. But It's designed to be healthy and healthful, but it's just amazing the way your body internalizes it and what it's using in terms of fuel and those other blockers like cortisol, norepinephrine, epinephrine. But enough on that. When January 1st rolls around, well, (laughs) actually let's back up. You're already thinking about it today. You might've already thought about it in November. So some of us get into this two week, maybe more so hedonistic behavior, like, okay, I can get away with it now because come January 1st, I'm really going to crack down and get straight into some discipline. (laughs) And so maybe we sustain for 24 hours, or maybe you lasted a week. And then something happens and you say, oh, I blew it. Maybe it was... You didn't work out or had a slice of pizza or the extra drink. And then you go to bed feeling like a loser. And then you start coming up with strategies to fix it. Remember, I don't feel good. Make it better. So we create these strategies and scenarios in our head. Okay, I'll work out twice tomorrow. Uh, I'll only eat once a day. You know... All of these things don't work. I don't feel good, make it better. We're running a Netflix mini movie series in our head. We're trying to get out of emotional pain, which is stress. And that makes a cascade of changes, but none of which we can truly connect with or actually make and sustain. It's not about willpower. We have these ancient mechanisms in our body that have our best interest at heart. And they're governing much of our preferences. And again, listeners, it comes down to stress. And we can either stress or digest. That's also a chapter in my book. But there's also other factors that lend itself to sticking with our New Year's resolutions. We also need to consider something very fundamental, and I have an entire podcast dedicated to this as well, sleep. When we do not get restorative sleep, we are less likely to steam green beans when we are overtired, right? We go for fat and sugar. I don't feel good to make it better and the quick fix. So listeners, make every mouthful count. It's important. Life is precious. We need to start learning to live accordingly. So when I say make every mouthful count, I'm talking nutrient-dense foods, like your B vitamins, vitamin C, calcium, magnesium, those are the big ones. If you are eating nutrient-dense foods, you cut your cravings in half, listeners. And isn't that half the battle? I can't tell you how many times a client or actually myself, when I'm caught up doing something that I like, I'm not actually thinking about hunger or whatever I'm doing overrides my hunger, right? And so we're certainly not talking about starvation here. We're simply saying when we get what our body needs, our body stops craving. So think about what you're doing. Fuel your body accordingly. Try your best to eat each mouthful with as much care and respect that your body deserves. Next, I'll go back to the thing I talk about every week, listeners, but again, We combined the psychology of the mind, the biology of the body, and the neurology of that beautiful habituated brain. So we move into breathing. Yes, that wonderful thing we do without ever thinking about it. Yet most of us are not breathing correctly. See, when it comes to change, breathing is a huge step. It is actually a key factor. You wouldn't think something that you just do every day without thinking about would be a game changer, but it is. It's also my prescription for change and why I wrote the book. When I sat there at MGH every week and one day we talked about breathing and I thought, we are not amenable to change in fight or flight. I found the key, Dr. Herbert Benson's relaxation response was all we needed to incorporate. So think about that. When you're breathing properly, you're in the parasympathetic nervous system where your body is rest and relax, rest and restore, rest and digest, and rest and reproduce. We're in the safe zone. Well, when we're in the safe zone, change is possible because... We're not running from the tiger. So what happens when you stop to breathe and you actually have a voluntary breath? Just do me a quick favor right now. Think about just taking one deep cleansing, smoothing breath. (sighs) Try to elongate the out breath. When you breathe, you get centered and you get balanced. You are actually changing your brain structure with your amygdala. It shrinks in fight or flight, but with a deep cleansing breath and out. We are better equipped to deal with whatever is happening, making better choices. And again, that phrase from my book, give the brain a choice and we give it a chance. You become the eye of the storm. You're not getting tossed around in there. So think about that the next time you're reaching to make a decision or needing to make a change. Take a couple of deep breaths. And if you can do it every day in some sort of format, you will become less stressed and more joyful, less fearful, and more balanced. Here, you will find more clarity and a better ability to make decisions. So think about this. Let's switch over to meditation, another one of my favorites in the weekly podcast. But again, it's evidence-based and scientifically proven to work especially when it comes to change. See, your thinking mind gets you into trouble. When you meditate, you go beyond the thinking mind. And truly, when it comes to change, we all know what we need to do, even if we don't do it. With meditation, we increase our chances, our very odds that we will know what to do, and actually do it. We develop equanimity and peace. And over time, and here's the psychology of it, we start to release some of those attachments. Attachments to things that we're not comfortable with. And we eventually find more peace, more joy within ourselves, and less fear and when we've quieted the mind we will be able to set new year's resolutions instead of setting ourselves up for failure and this is where my program comes in because you need time guidance and support and if we are stuck in our habituated habits of reacting or behaving, we can't see what we need to do. But if we start to see and heal, we also have to remember healing is painful. I often tell my clients, heaven forbid you have to have surgery or a broken bone, you leave the hospital or clinic needing to heal and that healing is painful. But we then go from slavery to freedom. We are free from those stuck, habituated patterns of thinking and behaving. It's not easy. There is no cure for the human condition, but there is a healing journey. And in my practice, Restore Body Balance, I present a path for healing. See, thoughts, memories, habits, they're all stored in the body and mind. For those folks that appreciate any kind of acupuncture or acupressure, they always say, your issues are in your tissues. They flow with the meridians of your body. But we can move through these thoughts, memories, and habits with compassion and with forgiveness. So instead of trying to fix yourself or make yourself perfect in 2021, or trying to get rid of something or get rid of thoughts and patterns of behavior, we welcome ourselves into our hearts and we accept it. And when we welcome it into our hearts, believe it or not, it can feel very liberating to face our truths. It's finally having a healthy relationship with yourself And now that you've done that and come to a level of acceptance, you have the confidence to move toward change. And confidence is a collection of skills. And once you feel more confident that you can change, you begin to just naturally go down that path. And you live from a, I can do it state of mind. And this stretches from relationships to your career, from your body to your mindset, and you will start to show up in your life in very powerful ways. And guess what else? When you really know and love yourself, you will want to treat yourself in a way of respect and for a way you deserve. It's a homecoming to you, in a sense. So instead of pleasing others, your partners, work, family, you keep your goals internal and you stop abandoning yourself. And we release that block, those internalized blocks of energy. And you say, I'm not going to leave myself anymore. You get really clear on you and what you want, your desires, and what you deserve. And this comes in stages. And sometimes it's catalyzed by a New Year's resolution. Maybe it's a breakup, a job loss, who knows? But we jump in and learn to take care of ourselves in a different way. That's self-efficacy or Faith in oneself. So, in conclusion, your job, listeners, in 2021 is to be fully present, fully vital, fully awake, and fully alive. And it all starts with just being honest, even during your setbacks. You can become happy and you can deal with anything with more grace and understanding once we move to acceptance any change is possible and your life can be transformed thank you for listening and for more information on my programs at restore body balance where i combine the psychology of the mind the biology of the body and the neurology of the brain to enact life changes that stick Simply go to www.RestoreBodyBalance.com and we will use your lifestyle as medicine. See you next week and stay safe.